0: The Frozen North, episode 48, our top five NES games.
1: Hello and welcome to episode number 48 of The Frozen North. Here we are to talk about video games today. Video games, video games, and more video games. Are we also going to talk about video games? Wait, what, what kind of games? I think we're going to talk about video uh, games. Audio, game. <laughs> audio games. Audio games. Audio
2: games. i want to patent that, I think. All right, Bra- Braille no, going to be your first a lot of money, to-
1: You know what? Braille games. i anything. Braille games. you going to have a good story? Yes. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> That's... Nothing like choose a choose your own adventure books, audio style. Audio style, absolutely. And it's got like one of those, uh, like when you call it customer service helpline, that's how you do it. Like yes, <laughs> say yes if you'd like to move forward down the path. Oh, God. <laughs> oh no! Did you say yes? No, it would, no, I didn't.
0: It would be like a uh, one of those um, text adventure based games, but read to you, like an audio book. Audio book. <laughs> audio book. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They have those, Brian. It's crazy. Uh, audiobook and it, it's like an audiobook choose your own adventure book. We are the Frozen North Gaming Podcast. My name is JJ, and I'm here with my two good friends, Mark. Ma, my- I'm happy to see
2: everyone. <laughs> Forty-eight episodes in, and you almost did it again. I'm, I'm happy to see you all. <laughs> I'm happy to see you all. Does that do you doubt me? I do you doubt that I'm. I'm happy to see you all. I don't. Well, the, Brian and I are the only ones here, so. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I'm oh, we have a
1: couple of producers in
2: the studio, but Mine I'm happy at... to see everyone. All right, then.
1: And my, my name is Brian.
0: My name is Mark. Well, well, I just said you're Brian. Oh, I'm Brian. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. Eventually. We'll get there well, sometime.
1: Uh, go Royals, first of all.
0: Uh, Absolutely. Uh, go Royals. We are a Kansas City-based podcast, and uh, our lovable, uh, hapless Royals are in the World Series randomly. Heck, yeah. So not exactly
1: video game news, but uh, we're uh, still we're we still care. darn proud yeah. and darn happy, and one of us is going to the game, which is sweet. Yes, one of us, me. Yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Kaching. I'll watch It'll it on I'll watch it on
2: TV and pretend like I'm That's there. That's my cash register sound. Is is that what ka-ching means? <laughs> I wasn't sure. Wait, are you in sure a no. cash register sound isn't? That's what they sound like. Yeah.
0: Oh man! In the, in the future. <laughs>
1: Alright, forty eight episodes in, guys. Forty eight.
0: Crazy. That's
2: two away from
0: Forty eight is Sharp <laughs> as a doorknob. <laughs> Look at you. If you think about it, forty eight is two days in our terms. Hours terms. So we've only been doing this for two days. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you <laughs> listen to all the Frozen North yeah. episodes, you'd be listening for they're, two days straight. They're about an hour long. So on average, yeah. Yeah. So we've been doing this for two days. Whoa. Straight. Man. That's pretty Two sweet. days
1: older. That doesn't include all the stuff I've edited out.
0: Oh, exactly.
1: Eugh, man. All right. As always, we'd like to hear from uh, anybody listening. Uh, you can contact us at frozen podcast at gmail.com. We have a website at fngaming.net. Uh, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash the frozen north. We have a Twitter at fnpodcast. Our blog is frozen northpodcast at blogspot.com. Uh, frozen, I'm sorry, frozen And And uh, subscribe. To us on iTunes Rate us And uh, oh I also One more thing I want to reiterate I said this like A few episodes back But I know all of our episodes Aren't on iTunes But they are on our website So if you want to Go back and listen to old ones Why would you uh, You can <laughs> I, I'm sorry I've listened to some Of our older episodes And we were bad Not that we're that but much better they now won't,
2: They won't hear the uh, The amazing song well, That Brian and I did Yeah well we were Two days back. younger Back then so It's true A lot of time has passed Yeah Oh boy
1: Um. So yeah what do we got What do we got first on the docket, boys? Boys? What? You're the one with the notes. Looks like well we all should have notes cuz I gave them to all of you. Yeah.
0: Let me open up this <laughs> Good you glad I do agree. I don't so <laughs> I open up this Mark's got to do news, this news. I'll tell you what's up next. Is first on the list. Oh man. And we got a new newsman. Uh, we got a new uh, newsman. just for this
2: week I'm doing the news. Uh <laughs>
0: Good luck to Too you. Get ready
2: for this? <laughs> uh, it's going to be pretty good. IGN,
1: Project Spark, and eight 10 nine ten, eight nine ten. All right. First up
2: on the news, <laughs> I'm going to get called out. I immediately can't believe for you put this, this as news. Uh, Project Spark review
0: <laughs> <laughs> from IGN. Oh yeah, the best, the most reputable website. Can, uh,
2: <laughs> I've even said you can't spell ignorance without IGN. So now I'm showing my true colors the
1: frozen north does not condone nor agree with either one of these guys opinions on any other sites out there the frozen north does not condone nor express that's how you feel about it ign okay. is popular for a reason because they have so, influence yeah, okay, they've, they've, right, they're influential saying. i and, check their stuff out all the time
2: and they have hey they break news sometimes and other times they or, break a, the news. A game
1: review is not news
2: The uh, IGN gives Project Spark an 8 out of 10, (laughs) stating, Project Spark is an imaginative and rewarding game about making games. It's tough, but worth the work. The game can be downloaded for free with a $40 starter kit available, which adds more art, objects, etc. So, what? What? I'm looking at your last comment on there. Yeah, so uh, all the kids who don't actually know how to make games are going to go out and make really, really bad games. And we will have the joy of How you laughing
1: you, at That's them. not what Whoa. you said. You said, get ready for unlimited crappy games from middle schoolers.
0: That's the... St- I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> Mark, <laughs> let, me, let me just point this out to you. How do you know that the next like Mark Zuckerberg of games isn't going to create on Project Spark and make like the revolution of games? Um, it could happen. Yeah. But that doesn't mean there's not going to be a lot of bad ones. Right. But that's like in life, you know. You have to wade through the crap to get to the gold nugget. I know one of our producers agrees with me because everybody knows there's lots of gold nuggets and crap that's called corn.
2: <laughs> NPD <laughs> results
0: for September are in. Uh, Mark, what does N T B mean? Nelson TB, huh? National Na- Tire and Battery.
2: Nelson- <laughs> yeah, nas- there we go. Wow, National Rinchador. product Product <laughs> Data. Mark's never going to want to do news again. <laughs> going to
0: do news again.
2: National uh, NPD. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what you can learn about <laughs> game sales <laughs> uh, for September. PS4 has outsold the Xbox One for yet another month, despite Xbox One bundling a free game with the package. Bad news. Uh, Destiny is... The top seller for the month across all platforms. Unsurprising.
1: (laughs) Super Smash Bros.
2: for 3DS and Hyrule uh, Hyrule Warriors drove 50% gains in both sales of the 3DS and the Wii U over the previous month. Very cool. So there's some decent news for Nintendo.
1: Either of you guys picked up uh, Smash Bros.? I don't
0: have a a Wii U. Uh, Oh, Uh, I played the demo and I feel the same way
1: not that the game looked bad or anything, i just the controls. Yeah. Like my th- i played two fights and my
2: thumb was about to fall it's off. Definitely gonna be m- it's definitely going to be more much better on the the Wii U. Much more much better. Much more. Much <laughs> much, yes. <laughs> Finally, Super Smash Bros for 3DS sold 705,000 copies in 2 days in the US and 2.8 million worldwide. Ooh, i i i have a pretty i think it's safe to say
1: um well not safe to say. I i would guess that the one on 3ds is probably going to
2: outsell
0: the one on the Wii U, well,
2: simply yeah, because I can see that way more people have install 3DSs. base. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's good to hear good news for Nintendo. Yeah, they've been they've been kind of a desert away desert wasteland of yeah, gaming. Hyrule so, Warriors.
2: Either one of you guys
1: tried it? Name. Nope, nope. I played it a little bit. Was um, a
0: I was talking to Raul about it the other day. Actually,
1: um, he was a uh, super smart gaming. You go check him out. He was saying that like it's really good if you have somebody to play with, it's, and that's kind of I'm kind of trying to see if maybe I can get that going, because I've been, I've been just playing the game by myself, and it's kind of... It's meh.
0: Dynasty Warriors, and so it's very repetitive. With the Zelda skin. Yeah. With the Zelda skin. so I've
1: never played Dynasty Warriors, so I jumped into this, and did, I was did, like... Did you notice the repetitiveness it of it? It just drags yes. on a lot. yep You yeah. just go
0: to a new pocket of people, kill them, go
1: to a new pocket of people, kill them, it to, just seems to go on way longer than yep, necessary. Yep. Yep. But I think I think with more people, it would be kind of cool. I yeah. wish there was online. Yeah. So, well, what can you do?
2: Alright. Yep. Uh, next up, Master Chief Collection Goes Gold, Ooh. 20 gigabyte day one patch in tow. That's for the multiplayer only, all the best. Yes, so yep. it's, it's a 45 gigabyte game on the Blu-ray disc. It basically max out maxed out the capacity for the disc, and there's a day one patch, 20 gigabytes. Doesn't impact the single player game, so you can throw it in and play it right away. But if you want to get online, you've got to download that 20 Correct. gigabyte. So I would imagine there's not going to be too many people who don't download that 20 right. Right. gigabyte patch. Uh, so short news on that one.
1: I'm, I'm curious though, like you guys, since you guys are bigger, bigger Halo fans than I am. Like I know that when when you played Halo, when Halo One came out, everybody played the multiplayer. Blah blah blah. Halo Two came out, everybody switched over to Halo Two, played the multiplayer. Same thing with Halo Three and then Halo Four. When this comes out, I know they said they have you know 100 multiplayer maps or however much it is. Right. Um, the gameplay, though, is it going to be the same throughout all four games? Did they adjust
2: that? Fortunately... Or, the I, gameplay I, in the single player, I think it's going to be identical to how it was yeah. originally, but in the multiplayer... They're going
0: to optimize it. Now, fortunately for Halo, it hasn't really changed the wheel. Um, there's really not a whole lot of variance between the games, honestly, uh, other than... like, So maybe, you
1: could you could potentially be with the same group, play a Halo 2 map, and then go right into correct. a Halo 3
0: I, map. I think, I think they're still going to have like the... Uh, um, the added, like, the the, the jetpack and, uh, and then the the shield, the personal shield and all that stuff, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be optimized throughout. I think the big the big appeal is you're going to get, get to play truly classic maps um, yeah. and play, you know, like, hundreds of them. I mean, all throughout the franchise. But I think the gameplay is going to be optimized throughout. So you're not going to really get to see the Halo 3 multiplayer. It's all going to be... You're going to see the most up-to-date one with all the old maps. I believe so. Okay. I which which so. is I, exactly what they I'm sure I one could, of our producers could tell us. I could be wrong... About that, but I don't see how they're gonna be able to integrate no, it. No, he's wrong. For the re- for the for this reason I don't I don't think you're gonna be able to go through it. Doesn't know? Yeah. Oh. Because if you're because they're gonna have leader. He board. knows. Our producer knows producer? what rule set they're using. I think it's Oh. So we're hearing that each game is going to be its own multiplayer. But the the reason, the, the weird thing I have about that is why? Yeah, that's kind of what I. Was that's wondering. weird because they're gonna have leaderboards. Obviously, it's Halo, um, and when there's variants like that, uh, I feel like it's not going to translate well. Tran- no, yeah, because you're gonna be like, "Well, what do I want to play today? I want to play." Well, Halo's- it's not.
2: I don't think this is supposed to be the definitive Halo multiplayer. That's going to be Halo Five when it comes out next year. No, but this I is mean, just in- like a throwback. And p- there's some people who really liked Halo 2's multiplayer, and some people who thought it was unbalanced. Correct, but Halo if, Three fixed that. But
1: honestly, if you your friends are all going to be sticking to one. What if you like a different one? Right. You're going to want to play with
0: them. It's yep. going to basically. The, and I think it's weird too because we're going to have the same problem. Uh, I know the multi, the Halo community. I, 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 subscribe to, you know, our Halo on Reddit, and I know they have like Halo three days. We're like, guys, everybody log into Halo three in place so that we can have people to play with. And if everybody gravitates to say like the Halo four multiplayer or like the Halo three multiplayer, and people want to play Halo one, I don't feel like that's going to work out very Correct. well. So I'm kind of hoping that they just kind of stretch it all out and say, hey, here's the gameplay, and we're going to give you all the maps. We'll just have to wait and see. Yep. 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 Next up,
2: Steam reaches 100 million active users. That's cheese. Back in January, they made an announcement that they had reached 75 million. Since then, they've added 25 million new to reach this new milestone. Uh, This figure was revealed during uh, an update called the Steam Discovery Update which adds personalized home pages for each user. Steam will now offer smart suggestions for you, kind of like how Netflix H- tells you, you what seen to watch. New,
0: have you seen Steam's new uh, skin and everything? I haven't
2: looked at it too much yet. Oh, man. It's really intuitive. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, it, it also allows you to customize it further yourself yep. to have it really show you exactly what you want to see. Uh, Valve also revealed that they currently have 3,700 games available on the Steam platform. It's a lot of games.
0: <sighs> yeah. Yeah, Steam's getting up to the Facebook level of subscribers.
2: <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Yeah. And finally, Ubisoft locks Assassin's Creed Creed Unity at 30 frames per second. Uh, World-level devel- design director Nicholas Gurin reveals Unity will run at 900p, 30 frames per second on both PS4 and Xbox One. He claims that 60 frames per second does not create a cinematic feel uh, Nicholas points to many examples of the industry dropping that standard including Sony's own Ratchet and Clank series.
0: Yeah. I, I I agree with him. I'm not well.
2: <laughs> I'm not an expert on this, but I've read I read the Reddit comments which is always scientific and there's no way they could be wrong, <laughs> but they said that there's it's not exactly comparable the a rendered frame versus a frame of film. Well, you're right. There's There's blurring of the image in a a captured image that makes it look smooth even when it's lower frame. Whereas uh, if you have perfectly rendered frames, you could get something called the stroboscopic effect, which can be fairly distracting. There's ways to
0: kind of get around that, but who knows? Um, It's not 100%. My rebuttal to that is 60 frames per second is a more first-person shooter. We right. gotta have it in 60 frames per yep. second. Uh, it's a much more smooth feel. Um, you need it for accurate, you know, aiming, shooting. It's got that realistic feel. Mm-hmm. A game like Assassin's Creed, um, you know, movies are shot in 27 frames per second. If you didn't know, yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed, and you can and you can mimic motion blur uh, with rendered frames. So I like it, uh, and and they can lock it so it won't you won't have huge fluctuations. So I think it'll be I think it'll be good. I do. We shall see. Yeah, we
2: shall. I I, I, I can't argue with you. I just... I don't know enough about it, honestly. Wikipedia, and that's all that there is to it. All right. If someone else knows, they should write us and tell us if it is comparable or not. Where can they write us at, Mark? They can write us on Facebook. They can write us on Twitter. At FN Gaming. I was hoping for the pod- email address. You don't
1: even know our email address, do you? TFN. He just messed up our Twitter. TFN is not our email address. <laughs> he runs. It doesn't it, even you have
0: you scared added. me. You wait, scared wait, me. You wait, caught JJ, me off guard. You missed it. He it's, runs our Twitter, and he just messed up on the Twitter frozen <laughs> North FrozenNorthPodcast
2: at gmail.com. There you go. What's All our right. Twitter handle? What's our Twitter, Twitter handle? FN Gaming. At FN Gaming. And that's okay. not it, actually. No, no, that's FN not, FN not at, podcast. FN Podcast. FN
0: it's our go. website.
2: Yeah. You are gonna
1: confuse the heck
2: out of some people. <laughs> Don't hey man if you need to know that information, rewind to when to the beginning, J- when, when JJ said it earlier. Yeah, genius. I can get there. It's just uh, my brain has to switch gears, and that's I you can't gotta do switch that. up
1: the brain compartments and
2: brain departments. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Trailer Park Boys reference. TPB. Anybody. is that it for news? That is. Good. All right. Brian, give me a noise that represents Diablo three can i try i don't see i did did not get diablo 3 out of that maybe diablo 1
2: oh but not i don't want to try three. how about this one stay a while while and listen good to see
0: you
1: okay got it okay all right So, as you, uh, if you've listened to our show uh, the past couple episodes, we've been doing a contest uh, where basically, well, i had to do with Twitter if you want to hear the details of it. Just go listen to those older episodes. But, anyways, the game that was picked for us to play and have beaten by today was Diablo 3. Pretty simple, because we all three pretty much had it done. Um, We're going to go ahead and do a review of it now. Real quick, though, before we do, I wanted to share a quick story uh, about Uh mine and about Mark. Uh Uh-oh. So... Mark got power leveled by his brother, and so he's like really super far and everything like that. And I, I had played through the main game already once on my character, but I'm pretty low level because uh, I did it all at level, and I hadn't played through the expansion yet. And we we decided that, that was going to be thrown in there. So Mark's like, "Well, you know what? No problem. I'll I'll run you through there since I'm, you know I'm higher level. It'll be quick." And I'm like, "Oh, sweet! You know, this will take no time at all." So him and I are on last weekend, and he I log in, he logs in. We get into the same party, and I can't make a game. And I'm like, what the heck? Find out that he's a seasonal character, and I'm not. So if you are seasonal, I guess um, you can't play with somebody who's not, yep. which was kind of a bummer. So I'm like, well, oh, crap. So I, I have to do this, like, legit. I have to run through the end of the thing by myself. And Mark's like, I'll make a new character. And I'm like, but yeah, you're going to be level one. And he's like, well, no, it's fine. It's okay. And I'm like... How- what? It's okay. I'm gonna have to drag you through this easily. No, no, I don't mind. It's okay. It's fine. I'll make a level one character. And I'm like, you don't mind that I have to drag you through the rest of this game right here. I don't yeah, mind. Yeah, no, it's cool. I don't It's mind. all right. That's cool. So we go through, we're playing and he's dying every two seconds, and I'm not even worried about him. I'm just letting him get killed. Because I'm like, no, this is ridiculous. He's like, No, it's fine, I don't mind. I don't mind at all that you have to carry me through this. So I figure next time he goes to an ATM, I want to be standing right next to him and be like, Mark, I'll take hundred bucks out of your account. And then when he says, what, what, why? And I'll be like, no, I don't, I don't mind. It's fine. I'll take that. It's cool. Uh, it's no, no, it's totally no trouble. Harsh.
2: Totally cool. <laughs> He's pulling out his wallet. Oh, That's, I don't have an ATM. I totally don't have any money in this wallet.
1: <laughs> <That's>, uh. <laughs> so yeah, I'm so glad that you didn't mind that I had to do all the work. What? The other option
2: was you make a level one character. And I wasn't going to start the game over again. Yeah. Not with a week left. No way. Basically, you, I was just trying to tell you what I thought you wanted to hear. <laughs> I don't mind really
1: no no it's fine it's okay that you have it's to totally it's, I don't mind a bit thank you for being I was being trying to roll, to roll with it because we were both
2: frustrated that we couldn't play together and I was just like I'll just make it so you offered one. to let me do all the work yeah <laughs> and you seemed like you liked the answer I mean it I was like been... oh man he
1: likes what I'm saying it would have been better if I just started a new character
0: why couldn't you play together
1: and because Season. he was seasonal, and I'm not.
0: You went seasons? Yeah. Because John convinced me to do it. Uh, I quite frankly don't even know what older that Older brother. That, it's basically have seasons. Season one's right now. It's, but then what happens after the season's over? You I lose don't, your character? I, don't know. Uh, I was just told to do I seasons. Know. I actually don't know. It's a new thing. Oh.
1: Well, all right then. Well, we won't be review- reviewing that part of the game pretty nah. much, even though Mark's done it. You see, see what we have to deal with? All he, the time? Even when he beats a game, he's just no help. No <laughs> clue at all. Well, it was fun, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. Fun it game. was fun. Yeah, there it is.
1: There it is. All right, so let's hop into the story. Diablo 3. Brian, what can you
0: tell us about the story of Diablo 3? Okay, so Diablo 3, if you haven't played Diablo 2 and 1, it's going to kind of go over your head. It takes place after 2. There are 3 prime evils and 5 lesser evils. Um, you basically... In the second game, you quote, kill unquote the prime evils and a couple of the lesser evils uh you you know you think they're dead however there's still two lesser evils um creating havoc uh, belial and asmodan there's
1: something i've always wondered though you're
0: killing these demons right where do they go when they die right i mean that's the whole it's it's (laughs) it's never ending no i mean (laughs) the killing of them usually means their their souls get trapped in soul stones Etc, etc. but you're on sanctuary uh sanctuary is that bastion that uh Lilith and I can't remember the I'm I'm blanking on the uh angel's name uh you are a nephilim nephilim are the spawn of demon and angel copulation uh making them more powerful than both father and mother uh just because of their mix and their capacity for both you know extreme good and extreme evil Anyway, uh, this in number three, you actually get to see a lot of the angels in heaven. You didn't ever get to explore that uh, before. Uh, you get to meet like Imperius, and um, you know the he's kind of taking the lead after Malthiel, uh kind of disappears. Yep. Um, each of the angels have a, like just like the uh, lesser evils and prime evils have an aspect to themselves. Like Asmodan, uh he's the you know, warmonger. He's all about the, the army. He's like the strategist and Belial's all about deception and all this stuff. Anyway, you, uh, traipse through sanctuary. Um, you're trying to stop, uh, the last two of the, uh, lesser evils. Um, they're warring now that all the prime evils are, are quote dead, unquote. Uh, they're, they're warring over, you know, who gets sanctuary as the, uh, as you would expect evil people to do. Uh, as you get there, there's a couple twists and turns along the way. Uh, one of the angels is a real beep. Uh, Imperius, <laughs> he's the uh, he, what's it? What's what's his what's his? I can't remember his title. He's like the rat as you wrath. No, uh, valor, valor, and you get to heaven, and there's some a big twist. I don't want to spoil anything because it's a newer game, uh, and then that leads into the expansion. Like I said, Malthiel went missing. Malthiel is the or was the angel of wisdom and the leader of the angels, but his his own aspect led him to kind of. <laughs> Because he can see everything, he's wisdom. He kind of f- fell into despair a little bit, yep. and actually became kind of the incarnate of death in the Reaper of Souls, the expansion. And so, I, I, you know, that game is all about trying to stop him. Uh, there's a black soul stone uh, in the game that houses. Multi- it's very convoluted story. Yeah. Uh, you have to go through all of it and kind of del- delve deep into the lore. Basically, the crux of the story is you're on Sanctuary, you defeat Asmodan, you defeat Belial, eventually Diablo, all their souls get trapped in the Black Soul Stone, it's an undestroyable stone, the angels hide it in the expansion, Malthiel wants to take it to unleash uh, you know, death upon everything, stop him. Uh, basically,
2: then, the plot of Diablo 3 is, we need to go get there fast so we can stop that guy yeah. before he does that thing.
0: Uh, it's pretty basic. It's a pretty basic plot, uh, but honestly, it's a Blizzard flare, so it's very. It's actually a very interesting plot. It is, but it is like okay, this is when you I'm, break it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, but it's a it's a wonderful dungeon crawler game. Uh, but that's that's basically the the journalization the of the story.
1: And I, I will I will say also when you do finally beat it, the the ending of the expansion, I and I, the first thing I said to you was like I I could see them definitely doing another one. And they there's, will. There's more here. For sure. you well, think it'll be an
2: expansion or
1: I think it'll be expansion. Diablo Four? I think it'll be another expansion. I think expansion. it'll be expansion. Yeah. I can see him doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's so that's the basic gist. Why don't we talk about pros? What's what's good about the game? Why don't, I I probably have the shortest list just because I played it the least amount. I mean, I, I from the get go, all I could do was compare this game to Diablo Two because that's I played that religiously for a long, long time. Uh, and not not that you know comparing it to that is a bad thing because Diablo Two is great. This is. I didn't play it as much as Diablo 2, but not because I didn't like it as right. much, but because I had played Diablo 2 so much, and it. it wasn't as big of a departure from it as, you know, to keep me going. Well, it is it was now. Something new. It is but, now. Now yeah. now it is totally different, and I I realized that when I yeah. stepped back into it. Diablo 2, basically, you had left click, right click, and those were your moves. This one, you're adding number keys in. Um, you get to switch those around. You have passive abilities you can assign. There's so much more customization in your character, and I love that about the game. It's You can be any character but still do anything in some fashion.
0: And there's no right or wrong spec. Correct. Like, there's no, like, oh, let me go look at the best spec. It's, like, however you want to play. It's you can your play. Yeah. play style. That's yep, yep. what you
1: look for. Absolutely. Um, in all honesty, like even when you pick your character at the beginning of the game, I'm not going to say it doesn't matter, but it really doesn't. You know, as far as gameplay goes. Like, for story and and, and background info and that kind of stuff, you're you're going to want to, you know, think about what you want to do. But every character can pretty much do everything Right. in this game. You want to be a melee, uh, you know, uh, demon hunter, go for it. You want to be a barbarian that uses ranged weapons, by all means, go for it. Yep. Um, I think that's one of the cool aspects of it, is that anybody can be anything. Um, and that you really can just, if you feel comfortable being somebody who runs in just beating the crap out of stuff you can do that if you feel comfortable being somebody who stays back and shoots at a distance. glass you can do cannon that. it's nice i really can't say anything as far as new things other than uh other than that just because it really is so similar to the other games in the series which again isn't a bad thing no. i might think of more but right now that's the biggest one that stands out to me is the the character progression the character skills i think it's beautifully done
2: absolutely so mark i gotta say uh probably the biggest plus for me is just the general aesthetic of the game. What I mean by that is when the game originally came out, it was kind of unpopular. People were really down on it for certain reasons. So I waited and ended up getting Torchlight uh, 2. And I just couldn't get into that game. There was something empty, dry about it. Mm-hmm. Just the, the items weren't as interesting. The plot wasn't as interesting. The art style wasn't as engaging. And so when this big update came out and Reaper of Souls came out, I jumped in and played through Diablo and it is everything that I loved about Diablo 2. Yep. And it's just, it's intangible, hard to describe little things. Just like how the items look, what they're called, what they do. The the buffs, the statistic, the, the stat changes that the items do for you were more interesting, required you to think more about your build. Just, it was a lot more fun. And, it just seems like you get more cool items more often, and it's all about running back to town and sorting through everything you got. It's exactly
1: what a sequel should be. I think I think Blizzard is doing a beautiful, beautiful job with their sequels on the Diablo series. They are taking what works from the previous game and building and on. expanding upon that. There is a couple of things that I wish they would have kept, which we'll get into when we get to cons. Right. But I mean,
2: they're just they're just improving what already works, which yep. is exactly what you should do with a sequel. Yeah. And on top of that, uh, the second, the, right below that, my second favorite thing about it was the character dialogue. And I'm, I'm actually glad that I JJ <laughs> wanted to play through uh, Reaper of Souls with me, and I kind of screwed him over a little bit and went ahead of him. But I'm, I'm glad... You would have been able to if you went seasons anyway, so... Yeah. And it was really easy for me to do. It was a lot easier yeah. than I thought it would be. And I even okay. upped the difficulty on myself, so... Yep. But I was going to say, I'm, I'm glad that I played by myself, because I could bring along one of those sidekick characters and hear oh, the all is... kinds of awesome yeah. banter yep. all the time. I played as a crusader Ooh. who you would think is going to be this pious, serious character, but he was actually super cocky and confident in himself and it was hilarious the yeah, entire Blizz- time.
0: Blizzard's humor is
2: always oozing in their games that is smart. That was that was one of the other things I was going to say uh, for
1: for pros on here was the amount of like... Information that's in the game to help enrich the world to give you background story and background info, I mean you kill a new enemy and a new lore thing pops up automatically starts reading to you. You don 't have to go out of your way to get this stuff. I mean there's some stuff you can go out of your way to if you but want it's to it's right there, but all this stuff will be just boom right in your face you don't have to read anything it's just you just listen to it as you're playing the game, and it's just so very well integrated in the game. I hope you're listening destiny yeah, uh, yeah. it's <laughs> just it's
0: wonderful how they did that. Yeah. I really, really loved it, right. Um, I'm going to skip most of my pros and go to one pro here. Uh, it's a Blizzard game, so its pros are going to be story, gameplay, visuals. Blizzard always knocks it out of the park. My biggest pro for this game is their the, re, the remaster, basically. Uh, Blizzard, when they first came out with this game, made a lot of mistakes. Uh, a lot of unpopular mistakes. Uh, they had a money auction house. Uh, They structured the game very much like if you've played past Diablos, you know that you beat it on normal, and then you have to replay the story on Nightmare, and then you have to replay the story on Hell. It's a ramping up difficulty. And I never really liked that. I I didn't like to have to reprogress through the game to get better gear. Like, "Ah, just give me something else to do. So Blizzard did something really, really ballsy. They basically took their game, went back to the drawing board and made this completely new Diablo experience out of nowhere and it is one of the most brilliant 180s I've ever seen in a game like I give Blizzard nothing but props for fixing Diablo 3 because I had to quit playing after a while on Diablo 3 when it first came out cuz it was just you buy all your gear and you're done. Yep. You could say they pulled a Square Enix. They did. Not to that extent. That's true. Not <laughs> not as near not to as that not as
2: but, but having the the self assuredness to say i'm going to throw away everything we did and oh, yeah. and redo it because you guys are right. I mean Absolutely. you guys, you
0: guys you you played the both old and new. I know you didn't. But you played the did you like that new system where you sliding scale difficulty gives you the new rewards, you can play the story if you want? They don't have that.
1: They didn't have that when i played. It was i was in a game and i just chose a little bar that
0: said raise difficulty. Right, but there's a sliding scale. When you pop out and you go into the character screen, you can always change oh, it. Oh, right there now the, it caps it. You can't go to like the hardest difficulty. It right. kinda you can caps go to, like, it by a ten or whatever. Right, but uh, I loved it because it get, let you go. Okay, what do you want to do? What's your play style? And then after you get cap level, you can do bounties and rifts. I just pro is just way to go. Blizzard on on fixing stuff that you, know, you had to fix, and they did. They weren't they weren't shy about it. They're like, hey, sorry man, we're gonna fix it. Blizzard always amazes.
1: Cool, good stuff. Diablo three is a great game. Cons. Cons. I'll go again first. Uh, my, I just have one really big con uh, because I really do think the game is phenomenal. My biggest con, and it's something they left out that I wish they they would have kept in there. In Diablo two, you can have up to eight people playing the same yes. exact game in the same party. And they can be in different acts at the exact same time now it's not it, it's really not that necessary to have this in the game for one i, I do like the bigger party i just I always like more people more people are always better in my opinion, but if you 're playing in one act and somebody else' playing in another act, it really doesn't matter. you know you can totally do that with two separate games and whisper yeah. or whatever but there's just something about being in the same game world as your friends right you know it, it, i mean if you 've done it, you know what I'm talking about. I wish they would have kept that in there. I think that was that was a a really neat feature because your your buddy could be. Playing in another act, you could be like, I can't be this boss. Can you hop over and help me real quick? He can jump over, help you kill the guy, and then just go right back through the waypoint to where he was. I wish they would have kept that in there. And I, I don't understand why they did. Why they didn't. I mean, they can even right. have like
0: four people.
2: Uh, yeah, only four. Yeah. But, I, I mean, eight people was awesome. Yeah. That was going to be my con as well. It didn't really come into play much with me, mm-hmm. uh, especially for the actual playthrough of the game. But the post end game stuff... I kind of wish I could have more than four people with me because I know more Definitely. than four people who play the game. Sometimes at the same time, I'd like to have them all so yeah. we could have a really good time. But I mean, four is all right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> then again, it, it is really easy to get a full party together
1: for a LAN party or something. Yeah. Which is how I went through it when it first came out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Any cons, Brian? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if they fixed it, but that damn enchanter it is very frustrating to save up legendary mats and reforge a stat and get the exact same stat i don't like rng when it comes to how uh, ha-
2: how did it work before what happens now is you uh you reroll and then it gives you 3 choices to choose from was it just 1 before it was two choices before
0: oh, well now it's 3 but what I always said was, if what Blizzard should do is whatever stat you're reforging, should they should not give you that option because they you obviously don't want that stat. Yeah. So don't make me waste yeah. a ton of gold and a ton of mats and give me. So hey, I don't want, I don't want resist all. I'm looking for you know crit percent. Don't. So I have you know because you can get higher you know resist all. Okay, take resist all out of the out of the equation. Now I know that some people are going to say, well, but Brian, what if you want to roll better resist all? Okay. Maybe give me that at the very bottom, like a better roll for resist all and then two of the not resist all stats. But I've done it before where I'm like, okay, I have I have resist all, I want to get crit and I got resist all resist all. Like I hated that. That's my only con really. Just <laughs> RNG when it, there shouldn't be there's some things that shouldn't be RNG. You should have choice on what you're forging if you're spending that much mats. And the gym system, god, those getting those good gyms are just so hard. But that's just... I'm griping, really, at this point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, we should also probably mention, I played it on the PC. You played on the PC? PC? You played on the PC yeah, as well? PC. So we all played it on PC. It's on uh, PS3, PS4,
0: Xbox 360. I've heard nothing but good things about it on the consoles.
1: Uh, As have I. And honestly, if it was cheaper, I might check it out as well. I just don't want to pay full price for a game I already have.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's your
1: standard dungeon crawler. If you've yeah. ever seen any Diablo games, it looks the exact same way. It's just better it's improved it is a step up i i honestly like even coming from me who i I played like i said played diablo 2 religiously and because of that didn't play this game as much i can't recommend this game enough if you're going to join the series and you want to start with one of the games in the series it's going to spoil you if you want to eventually go back to the others but this is the game to play if you're only going to play one agreed
0: yeah i if you don't if you don't buy a blizzard game then what about
1: titan quest Titan Quest is it's good, but it's not as <laughs> like action-packed, Yeah, I would say. It's no, a lot definitely. slower
2: paced. Buy Diablo 3. If you don't, you're dumb. But there you oh, have it. There you have it. Anyone who doesn't have it is dumb. Well, yeah. Make <laughs> sure to send your hate mail to yeah. frozenorthpodcast at gmail.com. So I think it's safe to say we all recommend Diablo oh, yeah. 3. Recommendation. 100%. 100%. Cool.
1: All right. Let's get into our top five.
0: Top five. We are going
1: old school. S- the school of old. We are going old school today. We're talking regular Nintendo.
0: Nintendo Entertainment System.
1: Our top five NES games. We are actually going to start off a little bit different with the top five this time. Um, and it's something I'd like to do a little bit forward. We're going to do some honorable mentions. Um, not going to too much depth, but just kind of list games. them out. Uh, do you guys have, have any uh, honorable mentions for yeah. the NES? Metroid
0: and Metroid 2. Solid. Didn't you want to say Mega Man? All of them? I did, but I, I stick. I stick by my choice. <laughs> Aside
2: from Metroid, you guys got all the other ones I would have mentioned.
1: Oh, well, all right, good man. You guys, terrible.
2: I got Ducktales. Ducktales, amazing classic. game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adventures of Lolo. If you ever like
1: puzzle games, that's a Ooh. phenomenal one. What Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers? Yes. Excellent game, right there. Great Absolutely. Game. Wizards and Warriors, phenomenal <whistles> side <whistles> scroller. <whistles> Unbelievable.
0: Uh, Battle <whistles> Toads, Mark. <whistles> Yeah, Battletoads. Yeah, Battletoads. Brian said he wouldn't let me pick that. You can't put games on your list you have not beaten. I'm gonna have to retire. <laughs> Skater Die. Ooh, if anybody has played that? Really solid. Game. I mean, it's not really story based, but uh, can we get a little? Uh, um, Excitebike. Paperboy. It, it is a
1: story mode. Excite Bike. It does have a story mode. Excite Bike. Excite Bike. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Great game. I've got Punch Out on here. Paper, Marble Madness. Paperboy. Yeah. Paperboy. Yep. Marble Madness. Yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, the original first Ninja, uh, Ninja Turtles games. Oh, yeah. I know that not many people like the first one, but it because was it was so difficult, mm-hmm. I loved it. And because I was such a Ninja Turtles fan. Mm-hmm. The, the stupid underwater seaweed. Holy part, crap. It's like, I better have three guys left because I'm going to lose two of that them going this thing. That part was like Battletoads and the, the Speeders. Yep. Battletoads and dun- Double Dragons. Double Dragon, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Contra contra yeah absolutely of course contra konami code that was the only way to beat that yeah absolutely
0: that was a difficult game too so we just listed off a ton of phenomenal
1: games that was metal gear yeah definitely we just listed off a ton of phenomenal games here
0: so you can only imagine how phenomenal our
1: top this was the toughest list that i've had to do so far this was a tough list right here for me and i mean probably because i'm a i love retro stuff but um our lists are actually quite similar in a lot of ways Really,
0: because, I mean, this, these are like the definitive editions of Especially the
1: Brian and I. Brian and I have four of the same games <laughs> on our list. Not in the same places, but four of the same games.
2: That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually surprised by the absence of a certain game on your list, JJ. Um, when you get to it, I will explain.
1: Okay. Because I think it's an amazing game. I do. But, well, we'll get to it. I started last time, I think. Who wants to start? I'll go. All right,
0: Brian, kick it off. My number five is Super Mario Bros. 2. People are going to be like, what? I've loved the game. I know it was supposed to be like Doki Dori over in Japan that they kind of like just put a Mario skin on randomly. Uh, and it, it it did a lot of things that people were like, Mario, what the heck? You can play as Peach? What the heck? You can play as Toadstool? Uh, and then you have that whole aspect of, Picking up things and throwing them, mm-hmm. and the uh, the last boss was Mouser. Where's Bowser? Uh-uh. There's Bowser and Bowser. Yep. Anyway, and, and it introduced so many awesome aspects of the game. I just remember my favorite part of those games were digging down to get the key when the, he- the little head when you finally get the key, so you got to dig down carefully because there's those turtle or those, mm-hmm. those those turtles walking around, and you had, In to, the make sure, you had to make sure you d- dug to the point where they didn't trap you and then once you got down there you pick up the key and the the heads come alive and you got to jump up as oh man those that just it gives me goosebumps thinking about those like those times when you and your friends are like go 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 these these games were they were tough now oh,
1: yeah. there are games today that are that are tougher but back then you couldn't save your game and just pick up where you left off you yeah. died you were starting over <laughs> yeah.
0: like it was it was yep. brutal, but yeah, Super Mario Brothers two. Uh, just I loved I loved the the just change in pace uh, that it had from the original Mario. Absolutely,
1: and it I it was one of the first games at least that I can remember where you could pick and play as a character based on the playstyle that you wanted to go with.
0: And they all had different aspects. Obviously, Peach was the most popular because she could float. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Mario could jump the highest uh toad no p- mario was the most well-rounded the, oh yeah mario and uh, luigi, luigi had the, the really far the really jump. far jump and then toad could pick things up really quick he was fast yep. yeah so i mean it was uh it was a really cool really cool game i a big i step up i loved super mario bros too solid choice uh
2: mark number five my number five is blaster master what a great game
1: I never played it, to be You've never yet. played
2: Blaster I never, Master? I never did. I don't you think seriously I did. have never played Blaster Master? I don't Master. think I did. So in this game, uh, you play as a little kid who's got a pet frog who who leaps away from him and gets in toxic waste and transforms into a giant fr- radioactive frog. And you decide to jump down in the hole. And as an eight-year-old, you obviously have a giant tank. As we all did. Just who in didn't? your backyard. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
2: <laughs> so, I had one. So you jump in this tank, and the game, there's two different like aspects to the game. There's the essentially the overworld where you're driving around in your tank, which by the way can hop. It's a tank that can jump and also drive. Yeah, mine could too. Yep. And then you can get out of the tank and go into these overhead maps where it's sort of more like the perspective of a Zelda game, which <laughs> was kind of it's kind of scary to be outside of your tank because you don't have as much health and it's just not as good of a game when you're outside the t- outside <laughs> of the tank, but. I imagine it's easier to kill things with a tank. Yes. Okay. You want to be in the tank. So when you're in the tank, it plays a lot like a Metroid game where it's all about going through the stages, acquiring new items. The new items allow you to go to places you couldn't go before. Eventually, you get like a double jump on your tank. And that means you have to go all the way. That means you can go all the way back to the beginning of the game. And it turns out that there's more levels up above, like right where you start. You can jump up and reach new areas. It was one of the first games that did that, where you start thinking non-linearly, because Nintendo-era games were, frankly, extremely linear. Well, yeah, you just keep moving. If it's a side scroller, you just keep going. The hard to the right. limitations, obviously, yep. but but games like that, man, those were always on my top on the top of my list. Solid. My number five is Super
1: Mario Brothers three. Man, this is a great game, and it was really, really Terrible game. difficult for me not to put this higher up on my list, because it's... I mean, this is a piece of gaming history right it's here. A classico, movie it Classico. It really is. Uh, this is still, in my opinion, one of the best Mario games yeah. ever created, hands down to this day. Plus, do you guys ever see The Wizard?
2: Dang, oh, I was going to say that when I talked about it later.
1: <laughs> Spoilers! Um, I mean, I won't go too much, because it's, it's later on also, but... Uh, this is we'll just say right now, this is another step up for the Mario franchise. Yeah, another from big, big league. Absolutely. Great, 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 great game. All right, Brian number four. Brian number four. In oh, mine. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun-dun.
0: Dun-dun-dun. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. Mega Man 2. Um, Mega Man 2. I, I had to pick. I, I originally put all Mega Man's the, on the NES on there because they all are pretty much the same game, just with different oh. bosses. Mm, yeah, mm, until it gets to Mega Man X, it doesn't, it doesn't really change the formula. It's just. Uh, no. It's just Mega Man
2: of... 3 is very different than Mega Man 2. How? The amount of bosses you fight. Okay, so there's more bosses,
1: but it just the, means the gameplay mechanics. The gameplay are is identical. They yes. are different though because Mega Man 2 is a vast upgrade from Mega Man 1. You're
0: right, but but the the way you play, I mean, it's the, they don't change the wheel. They just change the bosses. In the first game, there's only a few bosses, and then you go, you know, fight Doctor Wily and and have a good old time. Don't you have to like go through an entire castle? Yes. In the third one, the reason I picked the second game, uh, though I, I narrowed it down, is because that's the one I played the most of. That's the one that. Me too. That's the one that had the, the the mission where you're fine. you're on those three little tiny in the last last area. Remember how hard that last area was? Mm-hmm. You're on the three little tiny blocks. You gotta find that dragon. Oh, I Hate
1: that stupid fight. Oh yeah. my
0: god! It, but that game was tough. But, but when that, you beat it, oh, you just feel so good. Yeah. Um but uh, you know mega man uh that revolutionized you know cut man you go in and you fight this guy with he shoots saw blades at you and then you get that you get that power you guys basically get the the power and then you don't realize it as a kid but i it was that's what started the whole like oh there's a pattern yep. cuz if you remember if you remember like i didn't certain know this powers work on other planes the first people. game i didn't realize it but you got in the second game you got cut man and you went fight the guy with the leaves mm-hmm. and that those saws just rip right through his, his, you're like yep oh. So then, it became a game of okay, what hurts what, mm-hmm. and then it became easier as you figured out the you know the the pattern. Oh Absolutely. man, just I mean, think how revolutionary that was. And and mind you, MIDI music, that music was phenomenal yeah, for uh, was. the game. And you know, basic beep 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 boop boop.
1: It's the first Mega Man game that I ever played, and I mean that's that's why it's my number four. It's my favorite in the series, hands down, yeah. and that's including all the ones that followed it as well. If you want to, if you've never played a Mega Man game before, I think two is like the one to start with. To this day, still yeah. it defines Mega Man yeah. and what he can do, what he's all about. And honestly, like I never really thought about it, but Mega Man actually has some pretty interesting lore as yes. well. Um, if you are curious about it, uh, go go to YouTube and check out the the channel. Is the Happy Console Gamer? It's the, the my favorite YouTube channel ever. But he there's a there's an episode where a friend of his does an entire two-part episode devoted to the entire series of Mega Man. And this guy knows, like, everything top to yep. bottom. And he goes into the lore, talks about the different robots, uh, the different scientists, just goes, like, crazy yep. and, and gives you so much info. And it's really, really interesting. Yep. And Mega Man 2, it's it just got such great memories for me. I remember when I bought it, I had uh, just done my uh, my communion. I was in second grade. Mm-hmm. And I had, you know, a boatload of money that I had gotten. And I, you know, my dad was like, we're going to put it in the bank. And I was like, can I buy one game, please? <laughs> and he's like, all right, one." won. And Mega Man 2 is the game that I bought. and I have not regretted it to, to this day because it's it, such an amazing it's, game. It's
0: kind of like an iconoclast of games. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it'll always sit yeah. among like... Now, that said, I love the X-Series way better. I thought the X-Series was tenfold better, obviously, sure, just based on that. But, but f- as far as NES games, Mega Man 2 was, I spent so many hours playing that and you wrote i had papers list like a whole giant paper of all the codes you had to write down when you got huh. further and further do you remember those i never did that had, i we, always
1: played it beginning to end oh
0: see we we had to do it because like <laughs> yeah we, i forgot about that you had to write down all codes. the codes i just always started over and the, and each code was I know. like what, yeah it was it was that that man memories Mega man Two,
2: my number four brian's number four mark what's your number four my number four is final fantasy crazy and somebody doesn't even have, no, have it, it on their not list. not on my list.
1: I never
0: I played know, it. That's crazy to I me. Know. I never played it on the NES.
1: The reason I, and obviously it's Final Fantasy, I like it. I didn't even get this on the NES until I was in like my mid-20s. Nice. Um, I love the game. It's hard. It is extremely get hard. Out, like, incredibly hard. It's like, oh, I, I got to get spells for my mages? Okay, let me go grind a little bit. Okay, I need 400 gold. I'll do a fight, and I'll get five gold out of it. Ah, oh, this is not going to take a while at all. Sweet. <laughs> I, I like. again, I love the game. Yeah. I just like it in the later versions when it's a little bit easier. That's yeah. all. And it's it's a great piece of gaming history, but the, the games that I have on my list really hit me in the nostalgia buttons. Right. And so, like... I, I just couldn't put it on my list because of that. I'm, that not, I'm not diminishing it. I love it. I right. just
2: don't have the history that I do with these other games. For me, we had the Nintendo Entertainment System, obviously, in our household. But for a long time, that meant we're going to play Duck Hunt, Mario, Super Mario Brothers 3, etc. And then all of a sudden this game comes out that has an entire world in it. Not just little stages. You walk out in the world, and there's this fantasy story to it, and you've got a cast of characters. You're not just one guy running around. That was huge. When did What other game before that? I mean, I'm sure there's games. What, what games had you played before uh, an RPG like that where you had an entire team that you managed as a whole? Dragon Quest. Well, there you go. <laughs> but <laughs> sorry, but for me, you know, <laughs> the NES has been I'm playing a character. No, I now all yeah. of a sudden I've got a party, and I've got this entire world at my disposal, and eventually I get a boat and an airship, and I get to go fight all these minions that are yeah ruining the world, and it had that time travel aspect to it. It was it was something that grew that expand like pushed the horizons of what I could imagine it was the game being Night. exactly yeah. Definitely. I couldn't see a game being that big. It saved SquareSoft.
1: Yep. I mean, it sa- literally saved the company. It was their—that's so, why it's called Final Fantasy. It was their last ditch. Yeah. Their last chance at, at you know making a good game.
0: And now they've got fifteen of them.
1: I, right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so it was just it, it it changed me as a gamer. So that's why it's on the list. Great choice, number four, Mark. Final Fantasy.
0: Uh, Brian, number three, sir. My number three is Super Mario Brothers Three. JJ kind of summed it up. Uh, another game in the Mario franchise. that just is like, whoa, world map. Whoa, I get to kind of see where I'm going here. Uh, you had that two player. This is the game that introduced the suits, the lovable suits that you get, like the raccoon suit and the. Oh uh, well, I guess you could technically say the, the the fire fire flower suit was the, when the first one, but you know, it was. It was good. It was pretty good. And
1: it was the first game in the series that would let you, like, basically play how you wanted to. Like, you you could warp to other worlds in the other ones, but this one, like, you could literally go back to levels if you wanted to, which was cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just... just I really
0: appreciated uh, Mario... I'm sorry. I really appreciated Mario Brothers 3 because it kind of, like, built on the lore that was Mario. I know Mario Brothers is an Italian plumber fighting a mutant turtle dragon, but...
1: Did you guys see the movie The Wizard before Mario Brothers Three came out? I, I don't think so. I don't remember because I mean that's how they announced the game was with the movie. Really, like, it came out before the game, and that's how they announced it. And I will never forget watching that movie for the first time. And be like three, <laughs> like because you know that's the the whole premise is like they're going to play this unknown game and blah 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 blah, and they don't know what it is, and it's Super Mario Bros Three at the end, and just like it blew like just you know blew me away. It was so cool.
0: Yeah, was, I got it for Christmas, oh, and I was stuff. like, Super Mario Brothers 3! And I, like, hit the box and, with my head.
1: <laughs> that's, that's a nice story. Uh, Yay. <laughs> all right, so,
2: Mark, what's your number three? My number three is Chrysalis. And I guess you guys haven't played Chrysalis either. Nope. I have watched your brother play it. All right, so imagine <laughs> if you could take Zelda one of the best games for the NES, Uh and add a little bit more polish, put a bigger, more, I don't know, more detailed world to it, and just expanded the gameplay a little bit. (laughs) That's what you get with Chrysalis, essentially. It's a a clone of Zelda, but it's an extremely well-done clone with some nice changes. You get... Four different swords with four different elements attached to them. Mm-hmm. You get bracelets that increase the power of those elements in those swords. The it swords seemed- uh, also have, they take on like a Metroid aspect to them where, oh, I need this sword to freeze that water so that I can cross it and get to the other side of this map that I couldn't get to before.
1: It seemed like it was a little bit faster paced. It was, Zelda yeah, as well. it was a little
2: bit faster paced. Yeah. And this isn't going to mean anything to you guys, but if any listeners are listening, just remember the poison, the poison forest. That's that was an incredible concept in a game at that time. I'm not going to explain it. You go look it up. You play it for yourself because it's awesome. <laughs> if you haven't played because it, it's awesome. Find a way to play it. I'm not going to say what to do, but you know what to do. You know how to play it.
0: You drink the poison, obviously.
1: Obviously, <sighs> duh.
0: Good. Cool, you, I mean solid I choice.
1: Dice. Yeah, your your brother loved that game as well. I actually, he downloaded that and. Chrono Trigger at the same time. Nice. And oddly enough he was playing that more. He had never played Chrono Trigger before either. Man. Yeah. Once he got into Chrono Trigger obviously he, yeah. was, he was That's good. Those know, are both off uh, running. Oh. But. Uh, okay cool. My number three. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. The arcade game. The port I guess you could say. Uh, yeah. If you ever have been to an arcade game and if you, especially in the late 80s early 90s and you saw that Ninja Turtles arcade game. You always machine, have to stand in line. You. Pre- online. Pre- yeah. And if you didn't, it was like Christmas. That game was so awesome to oh, play man. with people.
0: How much money do you think our parents dropped into that for us?
1: I don't even want to know.
0: I, I could have what... bought one of those machines <laughs> yeah, easily. I know. It is such an incredible,
1: incredible game, especially if you have somebody to play with. It was such a huge step up from the first one, mostly because it was actually beatable. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the first one was just way too hard. But the game itself was you're going through levels, one by one you're fighting bosses and if you're a fan of the show like i was back oh, at that time man it was just you saw all the characters that you knew and loved it was a kidgasm it really was it was like back then playing that was like how i am now playing dragon ball z games i'm just like oh it's, it's Rocksteady right there i'm taking him yeah. out you know you're taking you're you're fighting Rocksteady while a building's burning around yeah you. i still
0: never remember the drill i still will never forget the drill coming up and he yes. pops out and absolutely you're just like oh my god april's in the background yeah. like
1: save me save me uh it's yeah. Incredible And then you jump out the window And you beat
0: him Now a lot was lost in translation uh, The arcade game was was markedly, markedly better Sure Especially because it was four player Yep uh, on, At the arcade But that They did a really good job of Scaling it down a little bit And bringing it over to the NES And it was an NES game It was basically a double dragon clone Yep With Ninja Turtle skin
1: Hands down one of the best Arcade to console ports That yes. I've ever seen
0: Yeah Remember the snow level
1: yeah, difficult, yeah. very oh, yeah. difficult, but very good. Yep, the, the game was just great. So that's my number three, uh, Ninja Turtles two, the arcade game. Yep. Brian, number two,
0: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles two, the arcade game for pretty much all the reasons JJ said it was like a. I Man, as a kid, I had I had the Technodrome, I had all these toys. I you know my favorite turtle was uh, Leonardo because he had mine the, was as well because he had the katanas. Man. But I always picked Donatello on on the game because he had the staff and he could reach for further. (laughs) Yeah, I liked him too. (laughs) But, you know, just getting to fight all the enemies. Like, you know, you got to fight Baxter. You got to fight uh, Bebop and Rocksteady. uh, You know, obviously Krang, uh, Shreddle. No, I had to rent that game. The Rat King.
2: uh, Leatherhead. Leatherhead. (laughs) Do you remember being kids with no income no money no ability to, to like own a game yes uh yeah we had a video rental store like right around the corner from there. It yeah nice.
0: i think that's where i played most of my games was we we rented it from blockbuster back yep. when blockbuster yep. was was the thing
1: very cool all right that's such a great game oh
0: man it really was. I, I really want to this I play it again just to remember
1: yeah i got it somewhere yeah <laughs>
0: I, I would actually, I would actually drop decent money if I could find a working arcade uh, of that game.
1: I've, I've thought the same thing. I would, yeah, I would.
0: That would be like the one arcade game I would buy and keep you could in my probably house. DIY it. Then I mean,
2: just do it yourself.
1: I don't want to
0: do it myself. Like make.
2: I'm sure you can emulate. You could like it. buy like a arcade Man. cabinet with a emulator. Mark,
1: ruin ever. Just get the board for it. Yeah, probably. Yeah,
0: you should do that. Gotta have Ryan. four
1: people though, four controllers.
0: Yeah. That way you can play with four people. Do you remember the boss in that game, just to digress a little bit, that uh, his his mask would come off and fly around and you were fighting him? I, I remember that one to this day. That it was annoying. So hard. Yeah, that was annoying. Yeah, that, that 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 boss. I can't remember his name, but I'm not sure. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Alright, moving along.
2: Mark number two, sir. My number two is JJ's number two. Oh hey, it is. Yep, that's our number two. And actually, and Brian's
1: number one. We may as well throw that in there as well. Legend of Zelda. The Legend
0: of Zelda. The Legend of Zelda. The Legend of Zelda.
1: That is the song. Yep. This is still to this day one of the most influential games of all time. Oh, yeah. Hands down. There's really nothing else like it on the the NES. It's dangerous to go alone. Please take this sword. I mean, you go in, you you're buying equipment, you're getting, you're upgrading your stuff, you're finding these levels that you can do almost, you can do a few of them out of order. Yeah, um, but I I like. We talked about this when we reviewed uh, the new Zelda on 3ds. Um, you had to you had to get certain items in order to access certain areas, like the raft, the ladder. It was like the world was one big puzzle. In addition to being a big adventure, the amount
0: of exploration was palpable.
1: It was it was very 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 cool. I to this day I still I still love that game so much, and I actually do I, because it's on my 3ds now. I go back to it every now and then and just you screw around, and go do the first two levels or something like that, yep. and,
0: go find the master sword. You know, absolutely, yeah, it's good stuff. What do you guys have anything to say about it? I mean, number one, uh, it was that game that you could just go anywhere, do anything. It didn't have like you said the scroll side scrolling. It was like go oh, go anywhere. Oh okay. And it was just like a, like a, a gasm of like colors. That game was, for some reason, way more colorful. And come on, can we talk about the gold cartridge? I was just about to say. Oh, just, my God. just when you pull that out and you're like, yeah, it felt like you had treasure in your hands. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and everybody could always pick it out in your your collection because it'd be like you know. Yeah, if you've got a collection of you know thirty to forty games, and
1: you see which, I had that at one point. <laughs>
0: He's looking at our producer.
1: <laughs> uh, they're around here somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but you, you, you see a person with a big collection of, of Nintendo games, and every time you see that gold cartridge, you know exactly
0: that's where you're going to get is. drawn
2: to. Yeah. Gray, 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 gray. Gold! Yeah, that's like, the one I want to play. This
0: one. Yeah, absolutely. And like the, the dungeons and bosses were just like... Wasn't it the first game that introduced the, uh, the, the battery save system where internal saving? I don't know if it was the first game to do it, but it was definitely the first one that I played it. Probably the yeah.
1: most prominent.
2: Yeah, definitely. I remember uh, I would get through a dungeon almost all the way, and I would start to hear the boss. It would be roaring. Just I would get yep. scared. I yeah. would want to keep. I would want to like leave. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you remember the
0: the Stegosaur or the, the Triceratops yeah. boss? Yep. yep. Put the bombs in his mouth.
1: Hmm. You have to fight three of them at one point. Yeah, that's crazy. Yep. It, just, it oh man, it's such a great game. And it, you have to think this is also back a time when uh, there was no internet. Right. So having to solve all these puzzles and do all these things, you were just going off your gut. and Or if or your you had friends, friends that yeah. would tell you, like, oh, bomb like, that spot on go the wall. Push,
0: go push, go light that tree on fire. Oh, it, okay. was not, yeah. it
1: was not easy to do back then. I mean, now, obviously, everybody can do it in their sleep. But it's just such a wonder, wonderful, wonderful piece of gaming history. It really is. If you haven't played the original Zelda and you're a Zelda fan at all, treat yourself. Check it out. Just see where it all started, where yeah. it all came from. Yeah, uh, Can't say enough good things about it. So Legend of Zelda, that would be my number two. Mark's number two. Brian's number one. My number one.
0: one is The Legend of Zelda. We just said it, so over to you. Yep.
2: Uh, Mark, what's your number one, sir? My number one hasn't been mentioned at all. <laughs> Maybe twice. It's Super Mario Bros. 3. Woo! That is a game that has infected my mind. With what? I was, It's just, I, I remember things about that game. I remember being a kid and, uh, you know, you... you you don't make your own rules when you're a kid. I had a certain amount of time I could play the game. I had like a... Oh, it's, it's, eight, it's 7 o'clock. No more game time for the night. If I And there was no saving in that game. Mm-hmm. So me and my brother would have to plan ahead. We're like, okay, tomorrow's Saturday. You have to do this. I have to do this. We'll keep the game running all day. <laughs> if we have to leave, we'll just leave this the console on. It hopefully it won't overheat. And this time, we're going to beat the game. And we... would Always inevitably get to that final part of the game where you're on the the flying ships and then it'd be bedtime and we would have to turn it off. Funny
0: fact. I read the other day that those flying ships represented Bowser's Navy, Army, Air Force, and Marine Corps. Interesting. Yeah, because there was a flying one, there was a boat one, and then there was the tank one. Good point. Really funny. Yeah.
1: Here, like, here, here's one of the things that, that kind of hits me the hardest, um, and I'm sure this is probably not the case with a lot of people, especially people who are younger now, but like, nowadays when I play games, I don't know if it's just because I've been a gamer for so long or what, but like, sure, I think games are amazing, and I, I look and I see awesome visuals, or I see, you know, like, wow, that was a really cool cutscene or something like that. But back then, it was such simple things that would absolutely blow your mind away, and I'll give you the perfect example right here. Do you guys remember the very first level in Super Mario Brothers 3 when you're going through you get all the way to the get all the way about three quarters through the level you can jump on that brick and then you duck Yep. and then boom. That's how you get to the you're behind the level. Yep.
2: Yeah I remember that you're that, right
1: the first time I saw that I was like what
2: yeah it was like you were breaking the
1: game. Yep. Yeah it was incredible and that's something that you needed to do to to access this secret area and get through it easier. I mean, it blew me away, and it was such, something so simple, and now, you know, it takes so much more to, to hit me yeah. in any yeah. sort of, you know, capacity like that. Um, like, I mean, I'm seeing Final Fantasy 15 trailers where they're driving along while this huge, you know, 20-story monsters, like, coming at them and stuff like that, and it's like, that that's, looks pretty cool, you know, stuff like that. Back then, just ducking behind a box hit me a thousand yeah. times harder. well we're
0: already in diminishing returns as far as graphics are concerned so i think that's
1: and and exactly and i'm not talking i'm not talking just graphics i'm just talking gaming Game, in general gaming. those moments that hit you because it's yeah. like i've never seen that before that's right. amazing it's kind
2: of like you know gaming was an unexplored frontier back Correct. then Correct. And Correct. now it's there's nothing left for us to discover really
1: Right. I mean it's just it's just we're basically just rehashing everything nowadays which is not bad because yeah. we're improving we still certainly are. Well, but we're not seeing as many new things. I think right.
0: and I think we have to look at it like you just said um now while I won't say that we were the we were the generation of the beginning of gaming because that was the generation just before us yeah. when the Atari and the ColecoVision and the uh, you know the 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 Pong came out but that was like the test phase. I think we came along it's kind of like if you were alive when movies just started, uh, you know, motion picture, little things would amaze you because that was literally never, it was a, such a new medium. And now that movies are so old that it's, you know, like I said with gaming, it's more and more, this right. okay, I've seen that before. Absolutely. You know, so I think that's the same thing we're experiencing. We came along at a time when gaming was so young and so new right. uh, that uh, we were kind of in the middle of the revolution of gaming. Um, There's all, It's almost like, gamers
2: have a dialogue with the games they're playing yeah. and we have an established language that we speak with the game yep like we understand now that there's something called contextual menus mm-hmm. where you walk up to something and you push a button and it does what it's supposed to do yep but at some at some point that had to be decided yes. that that's how it was going to work and I'm I'm guessing when we first experienced that that was something amazing yeah absolutely uh, i just i
1: I feel very very fortunate to have been able to experience that when i was a kid and yep. See that all that stuff all firsthand because it really, I just I don't see that many moments now. And again, that could just be um, maybe you know kids who are brand new gamers and stuff like that are getting those kind of feelings and stuff like that. And if so, awesome, great. But to see this stuff in its in its birth, yeah, you know,
0: is just so freaking cool. And they are, I mean, they are because think about it. We came along the think of the movies we saw when we were kids. Movies have been around for decades and decades and decades before we were born and we still experienced our great fun kid movies sure great so however it's... uh to argue against that um
2: think about the people that were seeing movies for the first time that when the movie was projected on the wall and they saw a train coming at them they actually thought they were going to get hit by a train right. and people were like running and trying to get out of the way of it <laughs> No kids had that experience
0: no. because kids understand what they're watching. No, but Correct. we still revere the movies we saw as kids highly, you know? Yeah, but right. but
1: seeing a movie – he's saying seeing a movie for the first time and thinking it's incredible is right. not we the didn't same see as –
0: You're right. That like, that, was, that must have been, right ha- now? That must have been a bit of a holy crap moment. Right. And so, I don't think – I'm not trying to say kids
2: are jaded and spoiled. I'm no. just That's like lightning in a bottle that you never get back. No, You just had to be there.
1: Absolutely. Uh well we got one left my number one my yeah. number one is Robin Hood Prince of Thieves hmm not I, I at least to my knowledge not a very like sought after or well known game without me even knowing this was the first game, RPG that I ever played really it, I had no idea what an RPG was at the time my aunt just knew that I was a fan of the movie if you've ever seen the movie from the eighties uh Robin Hood Prince of Thieves Kevin Costner uh, Kevin Costner. And Morgan Freeman, mm-hmm. I still love that movie to Oh, this yeah, day. it's a it's classic. Great. That's what it's based on. And you had your, your major battles that you would get into. You're, you would all of a sudden, the, the screen would change from the overhead Zelda-like view to your characters would all be mini. And then you would see just waves of enemies coming at you. And you'd have to take them out one by one and stuff like that. And you get experience points and levels up. I had no idea what levels were at that point. I was just like, oh, I kill more guys and I get stronger. Sweet. And that was it. Mm-hmm. You couldn't save your game, which was awful because the game was really long. Um, I did eventually beat it once. It had duels, one-on-one duels as well. Nice. And like I said, it had the overworld, the Zelda-esque type thing. There, was, It was just so far ahead of its time. And, I mean, like I said, my aunt just bought it for me on a whim. Just said, like, oh, you like the movie? Here's the game. And my favorite NES game by far. It was a no-brainer for me to pick this one. Yeah. If you ever get the chance to see it in action – The graphics are not going to wow you, not at all, but the gameplay, and and this is just something that I hold near and dear to my heart because uh, it blew me away when I played it. So my number one NES game of all time is Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves.
0: Very nice. And there you have it. And there you has it.
1: Cool. Nice little trip down memory lane.
0: Yeah, a little trip. Good stuff. Tripstalgia.
1: That's that's my kind of show right there. I love it.
0: Ness. The old Ness.
1: All right, real quick, let's wrap things up with a bi-weekly question. Uh, This week we asked, when it comes to gaming, are you a collector? Meaning, like, do you collect games, hold on to them, display them, or do you beat games and then sell them back on Amazon or eBay or something like that? Uh, We got a couple of responses on the forum. I'll read those really quick. Uh, Shinoi says, when I was younger, I made the mistake of selling my connection of SNES RPGs to buy a Nintendo 64. It ended up collecting dust as I played the PS1. Since then, I don't sell games I enjoy. It took me a long time to repurchase the games I sold. Even if you don't play regularly, having a beloved game in your possession is like keeping an old friend around. I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. 100 and million percent. hundred and million percent hundred and million percent, yes. Uh, Rockstar says, yes, I'd consider myself a collector now. I used to sell games when I was done with them, like Secret of Mana. Terrible. Which I ended up buying back and selling again about three times. Why would you get rid of it at all? Uh, eventually I learned my lesson and I don't sell games unless I'm absolutely sure I'm never going to want to play it again. What about you guys?
2: I don't sell games anymore. Well, you can't sell digital games. So. Right. well, I don't sell digital. I mean, even even games I've purchased physically, I don't sell them just because I don't get enough back. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sell this game that I bought for sixty bucks for twenty bucks. Yeah, absolutely. And then have part of what I need to buy a new game. But I guess that's because I don't need to. Also,
0: I have money. Yeah, I can that buy I have a, a game. job now. Oh, yeah, I used to sell games. Like you have to remember, as a kid, we didn't have income. So the only way to get that income yeah. was to sell your possessions uh, at mm-hmm. a GameStop. So back when I was a kid, I'd sell like, my you know, bulk of games for another one game because it's the only way I could do it. Now that I have a steady job, uh, any game that I really like or part of a series, I keep. So yeah. there are the occasional ones I'm like, ugh, I'm sell. But, you guys
1: know me. I'm a collector. Big time. I've got around, I'd say, 500 games yeah, or my, so, maybe more. You and my brother mount games. Just massive, massive collection. It's ridiculous. I, I can't bear to... I mean, call me a hoarder, call me what you want, but I just can't bear to sell that stuff. I sold one game, Breath of Fire 1 for the Super Nintendo, and I felt terrible afterwards. I just recently bought it again. But I felt absolutely horrible when I when I sold it the first time, and I don't even remember what I bought uh, with the money that I got for it. But I, I, I love collecting. I love being able to display what I have. And eventually I'll get I'll get a display of my or a picture of my collection and put it up on Twitter or something, but uh, I, I mean, yeah. I just... I love collecting games. And... As far as collector's editions and stuff go, I typically only do that for games that I really like. Final Fantasy, Tales series. That's about it. Beyond that, I'm not really worried about it.
2: Yeah. I bought the uh the Halo 3 collector's edition and was super psyched about it for like 2 months. Then the the giant oversized Master Chief helmet that I had sat at my parents' house when I went to college. When I came back... What are you going to do with it? Yeah. I left it at my parents' house. My dad wanted me to get rid of it. I eventually uh, traded I, it yay! to Brian because he it. wanted it more than I wanted it. Yeah. And he gave me a game in return. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need to own like physical things and show off a collection. I like to own... I don't like to sell my games, though, because I want to be able to play them sure, whenever right. I want to play them. So, for me, it's, a, it's just about having them at my fingertips. Yeah. Can I hear you. All right. Well, in two weeks,
1: our next episode... The question that I want to ask, I really, really, we haven't been getting too many emails lately. I really, really want people to answer this, whether it be on the forum, on Facebook, Twitter, email us, you know, whatever. I really would like to get answers on this one. So if you have not answered any of our biweekly questions, please, please jump on this one and, and just shoot us what you think, because I really, really would like to know. So we're looking to do a YouTube channel eventually, and I know, I know what I want to do for it. I have a basic idea but I really would like to get some outside input as well to know what people want to see on it. And that way I'm not just, you know, a bunch of self-service and and just doing what I want to do, uh, which mostly it'll be anyways, because I'm running the thing. But like, I really, you know, I would like to at least try to, to cater to, you know, our audience as well. Um, and, and, and do what I can to, to make some sort of an entertaining show. So what would you like to see in a frozen North YouTube channel? whether it be you know let's, let's plays or uh, just reviews or you just want to hear us you know BS about old times or whatever all ideas are welcome good bad big small anything just just write in frozen north podcast at gmail.com tell us what you think I, I really really want to hear from people on this so that's it anybody else have anything else for this week
0: no man play some games <laughs> that's it. A- play them games yeah, play solid Yo got shadow it.
2: of Mordor is pretty good you
0: should play it play it play it there
1: you go I just realized we didn't even
2: say what we were playing this week
0: uh, I had been playing nothing because I was in well I was in Florida so
2: yeah. I just want to say you know I'm happy that you guys listened to the show
0: today Mine?
1: I've been playing Fantasy Star 2 and it's brutal <laughs>
2: it's
0: really you grainy. got through 1 though if you can get through 2 it starts to go that's what I hear we'll see it's
1: really grainy uh, you guys have anything else to add
0: No, nothing adding. I I can subtract things, though.
1: With that, this is the Frozen North signing off for episode 48. My name is JJ. My name is Mark.
0: And my name is Brian.
1: And as always, thank you for listening and keep on gaming.
2: Our theme song was made available through the Creative Commons Attribution License by Ziphoid. The song title is Radical Fanfare.